Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Glee, 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 of the week. Andrew, I really want the beginning of this episode to be like, like, you know, season two of Jersey Shore or something. And it's Snooki going, we're back, bitches! It's us doing that. And wow. it's like a like a montage of like audio clips of us going like, <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you're going to catch on this season of Gleek of the Week. <laughs> and then and it's going to be like, just outrageous things It's going to be a clip true. of like, of us like fighting, being like, fuck you. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking say that to me. Don't ever disrespect my mother like that. And then the sound of Finn hitting the post office, man. <laughs> Think about the mailman. Um, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Wait, what is that one? That's Finn's mom after he hits the post office. Oh. <laughs> she says that. Do you remember that? She says, what are you going to do? She's like, what are you going to do? Wait, yeah, he hit a mailman. And I don't yeah. think people like talk about he like that's a, a government killed. worker. That's a federal crime. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Civil service person. And yet everyone wants to protect Finn and everyone wants to defend him. This is season two of first round of the Glacket Babes. We're season taking off two, we literally the took fucking off, gloves. We took off three weeks. Let's be actually real. We did 70 weeks goddamn straight. <laughs> We're sick. We're sick in our minds. Um, we took three weeks off, and yet here we are again. Um, and a lot has happened, as it turns off. It turns out so fucking much has it's, happened. It's oh my insane. god, Leah Michelle is funny girl. That was during our hiatus. Wait, you're kidding me? Yeah, she's gonna be funny girl, Andrew. Did you not see all of the Instagram posts? Oh my god, and the god. receipt from SeatGeek in your email. <laughs> I that is a perfect role for her as it turns out. Slade. It's like a 6 year audition basically. <laughs> um wait, no, that's like a ten, like that's a decade worth. That is a decade's worth of work, babe. That's God, what that she is. she sent in her headshot a while back. She's um, been she's had it at the August Wilson Theater posted. She's been for she's years. been she's making her her way around that block. It's true. Let me listen to my block. It's just Leah Michelle. <laughs> Let me listen to my block. It's drop the rollover. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot to process. I'm gonna have to spend time with friends and family absolutely to process that information. <laughs> um. I simply did not know that she was gonna yeah. be funny. Uh, yeah. Fanny. Fanny. Um. Grace. Funny. 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 Fanny. Funny. Fanny. I'm gonna make a girl so funny. I'm gonna make a girl simply so funny. Um, you saw Leah Michelle in concert. I saw Leah Michelle in concert. Saw a few glisteners there. Love. We love you. We love the glisteners. Truly felt like okay, Leah Michelle. Who? It's all about me, actually. It's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, it was so nice meeting all of you and hearing you um, absolutely tear the glacket to shreds. Yeah, uh, people hate the glacket. I. Anyways. <laughs> Keep going. I I'm, I was going to do a non sequitur and completely change the subject. No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I posted a TikTok about how much I don't like Marley and people really came for my neck. Okay, can we talk about this? Because the Marley yeah. Hive is, turns out, runs so deep. It's like the Atlantic fucking ocean. Literally. Um, and, and then I don't know if you saw, wait, I texted you about this this morning where it was like, there was someone spamming, a spam replying to everyone that was like hating on you for hating on Marley. And they were saying like, oh no, it's actually okay to hate Marley because Marley helped unique catfish rider. And I'm like, okay, you took a really weird destination. To you get took a to really weird way to get there, but honestly, you showed your love for me and I can't disrespect that. And I love you the most. They spam replied to every single comment and they were That's like, good. Marley helped unique. Marley, Marley helped fucking unique. sucks. Marley, <laughs> like, okay. Sorry, um, I'm not a Marley head. Like what? what is there genuinely... I was going to say genuinely, what is there to like about her? But people would come from my neck for that uh, as well. I think there are redeemable qualities about um, Marley. She's just not for me. She wasn't written for me. I don't know who she was written for. Well, have you watched um, Mike's Mike just posted his second half? Yes, Mike's Mike, come on the podcast. Somebody texted me today and was like, hey, you need this guy on your podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I know. We know. We've emailed him actually twice at this point. Um, but uh no he was talking about it and it was like so validating to see him being like yeah marley's entire like personality is that she's nice like that's it right like there's not there's not much there yeah and it's like yeah are nice people nice yeah i guess sure but i want to see marley hit a mailman i want to see her punch me in the face okay have Anyways. we ever seen Marley be, like, mean? No. Anyway, do you want to get no. in some um, voicemails? Um, yeah, I just want to tell everyone that I also had COVID while we were gone. And I watched a lot of Glee during that time. But you refused to watch season three. I watched that. the entirety of season two. And then I got to season three and I was like, oh, we're done. Sorry, think, Mama. Well, you watched season five recently. Yep. I've seen season three and four the most. Seasons one and two were like my least watched seasons. I don't know. This sounds so mean (laughs) to be like telling you what your truth is. (laughs) But like, I feel like we get to some late season four songs and you're like, I have no. What is that? Who are you? Who are you? Um, Okay. 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 So maybe start at like maybe um, Sadie Hawkins and just go forth. Okay. I can start with that. Is that season four? That's season four. That's like mm, midway. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Um, you have a mail? voicemail? I have a voicemail and I have a lot to say about it, actually. Can I go oh, first? Oh, really? Yeah, you can go first. I hope it's not the same voicemail I chose. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Did we choose the same one? I chose it's from the same person. Oh, that's good. We'll talk about it. Hi, Allison and Andrew. I hope you're well. I'm Amelia. I see her pronouns. Um... Basically, I don't even know what episode it was. You were talking about Blaine singing Teenage Dream Acoustic, and Nicole was like, he's a senior in high school. And I watched, so I started watching Glee the beginning of my senior year. I just graduated. Um, and I never really processed that, that Blaine was supposed to be literally my age. And I think it's absolutely wild. And I think that this needs to be discussed a lot further. And I think you need to talk to me on your podcast. And, <laughs> and we need to go in depth of, like, these people were, like, they were literally high schoolers. And, like, not even the fact that they were, like, 30-year-olds playing high schoolers, like, 
things they did, they were literally high schoolers. Love you. Let's talk about it. Amelia, okay. we love. Amelia, we love you so much. Um, we do need to talk to you on our podcast. Um, what was I going to say? There was something I thought of while I was listening to that, and I was like, oh, I need to talk about it. No, no, no. My first thing, I can tell you're recording this while you're driving, and that is my favorite part. I love that you're gleeking while driving. Um, I think it's illegal in most states. You're driving under the glinfluence. Um, <laughs> I have so much to say about this because it makes me think of all the other shows that have cast 30-year-olds as high schoolers and the fucking crazy banana shit they mm-hmm. had these fucking people doing. Like, Chuck from Gossip Girl was literally running a fucking business drug ring empire of New York City in high school. Mm -hmm. And is that realistic? I mean, did I do that before I graduated? Yeah, I did. Did I do that? Yeah. I did. I did have a drug ring and I had an entire line of hotels under my name. And what are they going to do? And what are they going to do? So I think that was the most realistic part. Um, (laughs) No, it it is truly insane the things that they make these kids conceivably do in high school like I'm watching the wilds right now and all of these girls are supposedly in high school and I'm like how are you doing all of that like how are you this one girl is in the pageant ring and Mm -hmm. she's in high school and in the pageant ring and I'm like how do you have time for that that's a Uh, one extracurricular I can't understand no absolutely I have um a few things to respond Mm -hmm. with um okay so I recently watched the Hurt Locker episodes of Glee in season six. Mm -hmm. And there is a point that I guess like went over my head in past viewings, but there is a scene between Clint, um, played by Max George, who leads Vocal Adrenaline, and Mr. Schuster, where he literally tells Mr. Schuster, his Glee Club coach, you better watch your back. And I'm like- As an 18-year-old- I would be shaking in my boots thinking, <laughs> even thinking about saying that to an Could adult. Could you imagine saying that to an adult? No. I can't imagine saying that as a 26-year-old. I, it, it pained me. And then, like, Mr. Schuster was, like, shook by it, too. Like, oh, my He's God. Like, I, I guess, I guess I better move. I mean, Mr. Shu was best friends with a 19-year-old, so his head is kind <laughs> That's of That's true. If you're going to have friends matured. that are 18-year-old, then you better have some yeah. enemies, too. <laughs> <laughs> um... The next thing, again, bring it back to Mike's Mike. Mike's Mike did talk about in the um, season four movie episode where they sing all songs from movies. Um, This never like occurred to me, but he's like, why are all their favorite songs from movies old movies? Like, (laughs) why would all of these like- Explain that to me. Like, why are they singing like songs from Gentlemen Prefer Blondes and not like Hunger Games or like Dear John or like something like, please. Is Gentlemen Prefer Blondes the Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend? Yes. No, yeah. I think Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend Material Girl is Moulin Rouge. Well, that's Moulin Rouge, and we've talked about this before, and we will get to it when we get to the um, Season 4 Boys mashup. Mm-hmm. But the Season 4 Boys mashup, although terrible, at least they understood the assignment, whereas the girls mashup, they literally just borrowed a mashup that was already made by Moulin Rouge. Right. Um, and the Criminal. third thing I want to say is, Amelia... Um, while I love um, your constant support of the podcast, um, you did say that Nicole was the one that brought up that Blaine <laughs> is a child. 
And I do recall those words actually coming out of my mouth. <laughs> um, so I just want credit where credit is due. And yeah. please. Um, okay. We're going to continue to figuratively talk to Amelia because your voicemail is also My voicemail is also from Amelia. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Amelia. I um, I believe that it is about time for Allison to release her claim fan fiction. I think it's been long enough. We've been waiting and it needs to happen. So Allison, I'm begging you. Allison, I'm begging you too. Amelia, I love you so much because looking at the timestamps of these voicemails, a couple of them were were the night before and then you thought about it the morning after <laughs> and you sent us another one. I am obsessed with you. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's about time that I released my fan fictions and I think I'm going to do it in the form of a Patreon episode and I'm going to read them, and you're we're going to act them out. I think Wait. we're going to bring in our producer, Leah Michelle, and she's also going to act out one of the parts. Yeah, Leah, I know you're listening to this while you're yeah. editing this, so just remind us, like, ping us sometime this week, yeah. too. just let us know when, when you're available. Yeah, because, Leah, I'm going to do some of the heavy lifting right now in this moment, but, um, Allison, do you actually have access to the file? Or? I do, I do. Oh, okay. They're still okay. live on fanfiction.net, babe. Okay, Leah, you hear that? um (laughs) okay we have a wonderful episode wonderful guest um we're back from a hiatus and i'm ready to get back into the glacket i'm ready to fight dirty um or do you want excited i'm very excited um not to say that the glacket got stale but like 70 weeks of anything you know it gets repetitious takes it out of you babe um what songs are we projecting on three three two one they're all the Seven. I want that this episode so fucking much. That would be wonderful. I, I'm ready to talk about it. Oh my God. Wait, we have so much to announce actually too. We have so much to announce. Glee merch. We have Glee merch. Glee it's merch on, coming it, out. It's going you to be announced on bonfire.com slash shop slash. You know what? I'm not even going to mention it because I'm going to get it wrong. We'll link it on our Instagram. Uh, merch, t-shirts, sweatshirts, coffee mugs. We made a post about it this morning, the morning that you're listening to this episode. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to it on August 9th, um, merch is live and you can buy it. Lots of very cute stuff. And also we have launched, um, a while back from now, um, the Glee song opinion Google form. Yeah. It's a way for the listeners to get involved, um, episode to episode and just say their piece about every single song left that we have yet to pull in the first round of the Glacket. So if you have things to say about safety dance or let's have Kiki, um, we want to hear them and we will talk about them in the episodes and it'll be so fun. So fun. Glee. Glee. (laughs) Gleeks, we have this week, you most definitely have seen her TikToks all over TikTok. Sayani. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? So great. We can obviously tell that you're a big fan of the show from your TikToks, but walk us through just your basic relationship with the show. When did you watch it? How recently? All that good stuff. Uh, Yeah. So I actually first discovered the show back when I was around 13-ish years old. And um, I just graduated college now, so it's been a really long time for me. But uh, I, you know, like back then, I, I grew up in a really small town in Illinois, suburban Illinois. And at that time, it was not, people were not as subtle about their um, 
racism. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say racism. You, you know, that, that was the time. And so it was, it was really tough for me growing up. Um, cause I always felt like I didn't belong, you know, people constantly made me feel like I was an alien. And, and at that young of an age, when you're kind of all kids are coming to realize who they are to have yeah. someone constantly make you feel like an other was so disorienting for me. And I had a really like strong identity crisis. It really just, you know, threw me into one. And, and then I connected to Kurt first. He was the first character I really, really connected to because I just, I really related to him, you know, and to have something like that, to have a role model like that to look up to and be like, hey, I'm kind of going through something similar. And then to see him win was really important to me. You know, like he never really wavered in his identity other than that one phase. Um, because <laughs> the pink house's face, we don't recognize <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, forget no. about that for a moment. Forget about that for a moment. But you know, like overall, it was really cool for me. It was really cool to have that kind of role model. And I, I really do credit him so much for me being able to finally come into myself and, and grow my confidence. So I just, I really loved Kurt in particular. And he was really the reason I continued watching Glee. So if you ask okay. me anything about the show, I know I've seen the tweets. I have seen tweets about like that girl from tiktok she says glee facts that you guys don't know but it's all about chris colfer and darren chris and <laughs> it's true because that was the reason i watched the show so like 99 percent of the things i know is it, it's just about kurt no because i was like honestly like afraid to even have you on this podcast because i was like you're gonna upstage me about facts about this show. oh really i'm gonna say things that i feel are correct and then you're gonna be like uh actually probably so. not probably not unless it's like maybe maybe if it's related to kurt but probably not i, re- I really don't know what's going on with the show if it's not related to him. I'm glad we have you on because we're famously not Kurt people. Okay. So I'm excited to have you kind of balance us out. Okay, great. I love that. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) We announced you on our Patreon as an upcoming guest. Mm -hmm. And one of our patrons wanted to know, uh, was there something they originally loved while watching the show that you don't like now or now they do? You mean like me? Is there something that I... Yeah, like something like now you're like, okay, like looking back, it's like, oh, I don't actually like that aspect of the show anymore. Or is there something even like, okay, I actually do like this about the show now that I didn't respect before? Um, I think my appreciation for... This is going to go back to Kurt again. My appreciation for um, what he meant for the times has really mm-hmm. grown as I've, you know, been able to do my research and listened to more people talk about what it meant to have him there. Um, just sociopolitically. I talk a lot about that on my TikTok. I constantly, if you look at like my last few TikToks, they're all about that, but that has grown. I, I do feel like when I was younger, I was very, very protective over all of the covers on Glee. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, all of them, all of them, all of them. Every okay. one. I didn't like people attacking the show. I felt like it was a personal <laughs> uh-huh. attack. Now I'm more comfortable with admitting that some of them are just <laughs> not good. No. Not at all. But pink Wait, houses. Can we can we list them off? OK, Top well, head. I feel like the very first one that comes to mind is Baby Got Back. Of course. Yeah, yes. that was so yeah. bad. Easy. I, I yeah. really didn't like that. Um. I, this is going to be such a hot take. I feel like a lot of the covers that were done in maybe season six-ish, season five-ish. Oh, oh, the puppet one. Um, what does the fox say? What yeah. does the fox say? No. Yeah, I really I really can't stand that Don't one. Don't do that, Allison. Yeah. Don't do that. Okay, we have... 
<laughs> something I something we do on this podcast is mm-hmm. we have people that were fans of the show, but then we have people that were on the show. Uh-huh. It's a completely different conversation. Mm-hmm. And Michael Olivier is a very convincing human being and mm-hmm. convinced us that What Does the Fox Say? Not a bad song. Was better than, okay, I'm glad that you're sitting down. Against All Odds <laughs> by Blaine Anderson. We are criminals for that. Sorry. But we are um. like easily convinced. And I think that, okay. Sayani, like, you do with this information, like, okay, if we go into a competition today and you're like, I feel confident that this song is better and I know that, like, in your in your mind that, like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna believe me. You can convince us. You can effectively yeah. convince us. We're easily swayed, people. I, easily swayed. I, okay, but when you say that, do you mean, like, the vocals or, like... Everything. Anything. Anything. If I could come up with a song... To convince you? Oh, no, like, whatever the competition is. If it's like, yeah. I'm Still Here by Kurt yeah. versus... A great let's see, what cover. A wonderful cover. <laughs> I'm but just putting Polos, that out there. Kurt solos have not fared well not so far. Hey, you know what? They're so underrated. That's one of my, like, biggest <laughs> hot takes, though. No, I really do. Like, okay, Rose's turn is finally getting the appreciation I feel like it deserves. That which is true. I appreciate. I do appreciate I feel that. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it took a while for it to like it age, you know, it like did. it was like a wine. It yeah. did. I'm kind of hoping that, you know, with more Kurt Hummel's uh, solos in general, like um, the one that's like, um, shoot, which which is the one when, when Kurt comes back to McKinley after Dalton? As if, As we, if we never, never said that. That one. Yes. I, I don't know why that, that just like, I, I just forgot it for a moment. But that is like one of my favorite solos on the show. But again, it's so underappreciated. Yeah. Both of those colos that we just spoke about, mm-hmm. Rose's turn yeah. and As If We Never Say Goodbye, both going through. Both yeah. going through the um, next round of the Glacket. Colos that aren't going through, like, oh, regrettably, I want to hold your hand. Not going through to the next round of the Glacket. <laughs> it was against I'll Stand By You by Finn Hudson. I... You know, I personally disagree. I really like that solo. Um, I think, okay, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. For Kurt Hummel, I feel like his voice is underappreciated because I don't think it's suited to a lot of the pop music. I think it's like super, super theatrical, which I think Mm. is just like the epitome of Glee, which is like, I, I, I don't think you can separate his solos and the stories he's telling through his solos. And I think he does such sure. a good job at telling stories that like that song, for example, I want to hold your hand. I think that the, the story attached to it, it's told so well. Yeah. I, I really, I really love a lot of his solos. I, I will am. say that something that I didn't think hit for me that mm-hmm. does hit for me. I just rewatched all of season two yeah. is Kurt Rachel duets. Oh, yeah, so really hit like uh, "Happy Days Are Here Again" and mm-hmm. "For Good." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both very mm-hmm. good. Like they know mm-hmm. where to put themselves. Yeah, in- musically yeah. together, and it's incredible. I really love it. Can I just have an altar point because I do love early Hummelberry duets. Uh-huh. Later what in the show, say? Hummelberry duets flop hard. Which ones? And- um, I'm talking about Get Back. I'm talking no. about... No, no. I'm talking no. about... I like I'm talking Get about Back. Popular. Oh, Popular? I'm, I'm talking even about... 
Ooh, no. Because I think I think I like this one now. Ding dong, the witch is dead. I think I think they're all all bops, honestly. <laughs> you know, I, I of the worst that Glee has done, I think that's very far on the bottom of the list. Okay. You're right. You're right, and you should say it. Thanks, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> I, I really hope that we get some Kurt songs. So, it, like, yeah. it's worth something yeah. today, you know? <laughs> yeah. I really, really hope that, like, if there's one thing my TikTok does, it convinces people that Kurt Hummel should be considered one of the better vocalists on the show. He's so underappreciated. Wow. I'm, I'm so glad that you're coming on our podcast. It's like, <laughs> it just makes us look better for, for you it even does. being here. I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. The, the Kurt representation. Of yeah. Kurt representation. Yeah, I, I'm are very we... happy to be that. Um, so wait, what, what songs are we projecting today? We're going to pull six songs. Three songs are going to go through. Sayani, what songs are we rooting for? Uh, Rose's just turn. Kurt. Rose's turn, Rose's 100%. Turn. Um, also, I, and again, anyone who's seen my TikToks obviously knows this, but Blaine solos, I think are just always, always hits. Like every time. Like, um, Some are only we know. Of course. Classic. It's so good. Um, it's the best song on Glee. Right? Right? It's and uh, I really like <laughs> Cough Syrup as well and Teenage Dream. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We're rooting for Clay. We're Correct. Correct. We want some Clayne up in this mess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have the first song. Okay. For us, um, mm-hmm. I don't believe it's Clayne. I don't believe it's Clayne. I honestly okay. can't remember who sings this. So, let's just watch and see. So this ain't the end. I saw you again. Today, I had to turn my heart away. Smile like the sun, kisses for everyone. And tales, it never fails. All right. You're lying so low into the weeds. Yeah, I bet you want to ambush me. You had me down.
slay it. Hmm. They didn't slay for you, Sayani. Did they slay for you? I think Adam Lambert always slays everything. Um, I'm not sure how I felt about the two of them together yet. Mm. Okay. You know, okay. what was the what what was the context of that? Was that the whole Rachel Berry is moving out of the loft because she's mad at Santana Lopez? Is is that exactly, that's yeah. okay, okay. And then exactly. she moves she's in with mad. Elliot. Yep. Exactly. Okay, okay, got it. Mm -hmm. Got it. I have a lot to say. One, <laughs> one, um, Rachel Berry's Fanny Bryce bangs are giving Joey King. Okay. I'm going to say that. Not in a good way. Uh, is there a good way? I don't know. Is there a good way for Joey King? <laughs> to give Joey King. <laughs> um, number two... They really thought they did something with the shots, like, through the window, uh -huh. like, past Elliot's butt and at Rachel. <laughs> Three, there's just something about the original song and how it's, like, produced that makes it a good, solid jam. Like, there's effects on the voice and the music is just, the like, instruments are just fucking loud that doesn't hit when it's sung by two people like this. I will say Elliot knocks it out of the park. I think Elliot can do no wrong. Um, but the Rachel of it all of it all brings me back to where I was on the human plane. I as you were speaking, Allison, I looked at your wall. Is that a Glee 3D poster? Yes it is. Did you go? Yes, I did. Oh my God, I'm so <laughs> jealous. Let me tell you, one of the biggest regrets in my life is that I was not a Glee fan when it was when that was happening, or at least I didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. And I am very, very bitter to this day. So I was just staring at that. Um, <laughs> but no, I agree. Honestly, I agree. I, I think I, I was so confident that Elliot killed it because I just, I again, I don't think he, Adam Lambert knows how not to crush it. You know? Exactly. <laughs> but right. again, with the Rachel Berry, and I, I just, I've never heard the original. I will put that okay. out there. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I Something about it, I'm just like, it's okay. Um, the original is by Hart, I believe, but it was made famous by Fergie um, in the Shrek oh. 2 soundtrack. No, it was not. <laughs> don't even it was say made that. Famous by, um, no, it wasn't. What? Wait, what is her full name? Oh my God. Why am I forgetting? What was her? What is? What is Fergie's first name? I don't know. Wait, that's not, not her first name. Her. Oh my God! Stop it. Her name is like wait, oh, it's, it's Stacy. It's Stacy Ferguson. Stacy Ferguson. Fergie <laughs> sang Barracuda in the Shrek. That's not why it's famous. Oh, it was actually in the third um, Shrek I've movie. actually, I've never heard that song by Fergie. I only listened to the heart version because it's on Guitar Hero 3 for we. And because I grew up with parents that were born in 1965. Allison, so. can I not just say like something simply hilarious and ironic and like not actually factual and like you not no, actually you just tear me down? You can't. Um, I have to tear you down. <laughs> what I will say about this song is that they slayed and... Um, and I, but my one hang up, however, is that um, this is in the midst of Rachel um, in rehearsals for Funny Girl. And I know nothing about how the voice works, but. The voice, the TV show. The voice works, yeah. <laughs> um, but from my understanding, it doesn't feel like it would be a, like 
a good move for you vocally to just be like, okay, I'm going to be singing Barracuda, made famous by Fergie, and just like sh absolutely strain my voice to hell <laughs> for what? To celebrate my new roommate? Right. No. I don't know. Something Glee logic. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I would love to see this in the second round. I love it. I wouldn't. Do we want to hear from some what the glisteners are thinking? What did the glisteners have to say about Barracuda? Here are the submissions. People always say Rachel can only do Broadway songs, yet she always kills it with rock. Hot. They sound amazing. Don't, okay, and here we go. Don't have much to say other than I will forever be mad that they didn't recreate Fergie's iconic performance, <laughs> which had been done by this time. Amazing. Their voices are phenomenal together. Like, everyone is like, Absolutely just really? gagging for this. Um, okay. Bulletproof. Hot, wait, but there, there's one one glistener submission that I... They're using a lot of words that, even for me, don't make any sense. They say, bulletproof hospitality, even if Rachel just said the best gay line. Who said that? <laughs> um, that Who was goes there? Oh, it, they were glanonymous. Glanonymous. <laughs> Explain yourself. Explain. Bulletproof hospitality? Is that a line from the song? Bulletproof hospitality, even if Rachel just said the best gay line, and then they included a barf emoji. <laughs> this so they may, didn't like it? This may have, you know, this may like weigh in in the decision. I suppose. Um, okay, so against Barracuda. <laughs> I'm pulling from my cup. It's another sleigh. <laughs> You can't say that! <laughs> Here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> Another sleigh? This is a sleigh. Are you kidding? Every time that I look in the mirror All these lines on my face getting clearer the past is gone It went by like dust at dawn Isn't that the way Everybody's got the tools in life to pay Yeah, I know nobody knows My life's in books, written pages Lived and learned from fools and from sages You know it's true All the things come back to you
I feel like these two songs are, this is going to be a hard competition. This is a hard competition. Who do you think is doing that really high note at the end? I think that they both are, but I think that mm. Matt, I feel like this might be Matthew Morrison's best number on the show. I'm not afraid to say that. I'm adult enough to admit it. What were his other, what else did he do? I think Sway? Sway? I, you know, I, this is what I mean by like, I don't remember Glee if it didn't have to do with <laughs> Kurt or Blaine, honestly. For real. For um, real. But you know how you guys just like asked me a few minutes ago, what if there was something that I didn't, or I liked back then that I didn't like anymore? Okay. I, I feel like TikTok just really ruined Will Schuster for me. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't remember back in the show people finding him as creepy as they do now, but I can't I can't take him seriously anymore. So like I just kept laughing because I, I can appreciate the vocals, but I don't I don't know. There's just something about him that I just No, I totally agree. And yeah, I, I agree. like I remember like not like getting any red flags from Mr. Schuster. Right, like, same while watching yeah. it. Same. But actually it was like because I watched it with my mom and like my mom was the first person to bring up like mm, that's kind of weird like okay that's mm. the best like your best man at your wedding is like an 18 year old like hmm yeah. okay let's talk about that and, my, yeah. and I was like I was defending him at that point because I was like mm. this, this is this is life changing television you cannot <laughs> poke any holes into this yeah yeah right so um, no but I I really like this and I feel confident about my vote without saying it wow okay um I was just giggling throughout the entire thing because I looked at the responses of what Gleeks said about this song, and somebody said Bulletproof Hospitality, and I don't know what that means. Wait, no, they didn't. They did. Wait, let me pull this up. And then I... Wait, what does that mean? What does that mean? I really, really want to know. I Googled it. I was like, is this like a term? Um, But the first result was like bulletproof windows for hotels. Okay, so this Glanon is going to have to come out of the glue. You need to come out of the woodwork and explain what bulletproof hospitality is because I really want to know. I really just want to learn. Wait, oh, wait, but now I'm going through like all of their responses they said bulletproof hospitality to three. They said it to afternoon delight. They said it to ain't no way. Um, Interesting. They said it to any way you want it. What does bulletproof hospitality mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I really, I really want to know if that means you like the song or that you didn't like the song. Mm-hmm. I, it, it, it's gonna sway my results. Well, if someone put a um, a puke face, right? I would right. Im- imagine it's not a good thing. But the puke but face wasn't. It's not and hospitable. In, is a good thing. It's not included on the Dream On submission, though. The puke face. So I'm mm. not sure. Do you know if it's the same person or is it anonymous? It is. It is the same person. Okay. Well, if they put a puke face at some point, then I guess maybe the puke I don't face know. was only for Barracuda. So. At first, I thought it was a compliment because hospitality, right? And right. And, it's and, a good thing. But I don't know. <laughs> Wait, let's break this down, actually. Okay. <laughs> Title of the episode, Bulletproof Hospitality. <laughs> and the person that wrote there, that is going to be like, what? Yeah. Bulletproof Hospitality, like, okay, so Bulletproof. We know the song. Been there, yeah. done that, messed around. Yeah. Um, I'm having fun, don't put me down. 
So like, okay, so it's impenetrable. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. So this is these are both songs that are incapable of being <laughs> penetrated. <laughs> but hospitality, like. Like welcoming? That's what I thought it was like. Oh, it's very welcoming to the community. I, I feel like bulletproof and hospitality have two very different connotations, though, here. Right. You know? I, how do you reconcile the two? <laughs> I hope that we're not, like, just, like, talking about, like, this very popular phrase, like, idiot. I know. And that I everyone's know. like, how are you, how do you not know? Um yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Neil Patrick Harris is doing the high note at the end of the song, I think. I think he's doing the ah, and Will is doing the ah, like a little bit lower. Okay. If you notice oh. at the very end, there's two different voices. I think it's Neil Patrick Harris because he kills it for me. He, I liked his episode. It was funny. Um, I just like him as a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will support him. And, and this is his this, only song in the Glacket. That's fucked up. That Piano Man is not in the Glacket. Piano Man is not in the Glacket. At least the season one version. Season five, we do get that. I mean, great. A blow low. I love blow lows. But like... Are we ready to vote? I'm ready to vote. Yeah. Johnny, are you ready to vote? Yeah. Who How are you voting? Uh, I'm going for the Adam Lambert one. Hmm. I'm going to go... I'm going to... You're going to... Wait, you're really going... Yeah, I'm I don't going mind. Barracuda. I'm going Barracuda. I'd I was the only one that, that fought for Barracuda, and yet I'm voting for Dra- Dream On. <laughs> reverse. Uno reverse. Uno reverse, reverse. Reverse. Keeping people on their toes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ne- you'll never accept, expect what my second move is. What is that fucking tick- TikTok? Don't let them know your next like, move. Don't let yeah, them know yeah, your yeah. next yeah. move. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, good. Yes. I am so GD excited to talk about this. This is top 10 song of all time. Wait. Not even just on the glass. I'm kind of scared. Rumor has it. No. Oh. Better for me. Better for me, babe. Better for me. There's a starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. Finally, I can see you crystal clear. Go ahead and sell me out, and I'll lay your shit bare. See how I leave with every piece of you. Don't underestimate the things that I will do. There's a fire starting in my heart, reaching a fever pitch, and it's bringing me out the dark. The scars of your love remind me of us. They keep me thinking that we almost had it all. The scars of your love, they leave me breathless. I can't help feeling we could have had it all. Rolling in the deep, you had my heart. 
To the beat. Throw your soul through every open door. Count your blessings to find what you look for. Turn my sorrow into treasure gold. Pay me back in kind and reap just what you sow. Jesse, like, when I rewatched season two, I was a big St. Barry shipper instead of... Um, Finchel. Finchel. Like, Finchel is my OTP. Like, love them to death. But I was St. Barry up in this because Jesse St. James is fucking sexy as hell. And this, it's so good. And the communication that they're doing with their eyes is incredible. And Jesse St. James is so hot that he can pull off he can pull off the skinny scarf <clears throat> uh sanny do you do you care to comment i i think he's hot i don't know about the scarf i'm, I'm not i'm not <laughs> sure about that comment there. i know you you really yeah. took a risk with that one <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate that out. though like yeah. we were with you out. until then yeah <laughs> no truly um I the fir- first thought I had rewatching that I haven't seen that in, in forever is why is he so aggressive? Honestly, that was my first thought. Like when he was, you know, like jumping onto the stage, I was like, wow, there's a lot. I can't remember the context of that. Um, so Rachel, okay, the context of this is that Rachel is simultaneously getting ready for prom. Yes, and she's getting ready for uh, nationals. Okay, right. But mostly prom. Mostly, it's, it, this is the prom episode in season two. This is the prom episode. Okay. The, the, I, I'm going to say this on this Glee podcast. The prom episode of season two has the best music out of any No, so true. So true. Ever. So true. So good. Um, this and I'm not going to teach your boyfriend how to dance with you. Kill me. Just. <laughs> You're so right. So good. Yeah. Um, 
So Rachel is going to do a little thruple thing with Mercedes and Sam. They are going to go to prom together. She is singing the song for prom, um, and Jesse St. James comes in and ends up coming to prom with Rachel and gives us the best line. I don't know what a recession is, but I'm in the understanding that we're <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then, yeah. then she says, I can't believe he flunked out of college. He's so smart. He's so smart. Um, that's, that's one of those, like, if you look at YouTube and you look at, like, glee moments I'll be thinking about for the rest of my life, I that was one of the ones I just have been replaying in my head. Yes. So good. So good. I, I, this song, like, makes me feel things. I yeah. love it. And I'm ready for Andrew to tear all of my walls down. Um, I know. I feel so bad. But, like, okay, I'm going to say that I, um, I'm an Adele stan first. Like, human second, for sure. Gleek second? Uh, I would say Gleek first. I would say Gleek first, Adele stan. Because I, I, ultimately, I know more about this show. Right. Right. I do not have an Adele podcast, turns out. Um, That's true. But... Okay, so I'm just like trying to, before I go in and completely roast this song, I just want to connect on the fact that like, okay, there are One Direction songs that that Glee has covered that you don't care for because you prefer the original, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, so (laughs) Glee Glee understands- You are a bitch! (laughs) Glee understands how to do um, Adele songs in certain contexts. Sayani, you just brought up Rumor Has Mm -hmm. It. Mm-hmm. They understood how to do that. Not going to argue with that. Um, it elevated the original. I'll say it. Um, however, Rolling in the Deep just does not do much for me. And I feel like you... I think that we would all be better humans if we just listened to the original more and we just forget <laughs> about the Glee cast version. But the question the question here is, though, does it have to be better than the original, though, for you to like it, though? Uh, you not know? entirely. I mean, like, I'll, like, I guess, like, I'll go between, like, Turning Tables, Gleecast mm-hmm. version, and the Adele version. What are you going to say, Allison? <laughs> you literally told me that you, that does nothing for you. It doesn't. Turning Tables does nothing for me. I'm trying to think of, like, what's another one? They didn't really do many Adele songs. But, like, Turning Tables, I think Rolling the Deep is inherently worse than, than Turning Tables. Wow. On the same album, too. It's on the same album. Um, You're evil for that. I'm You're not evil. evil. You are. We said at the beginning of this episode that we're going to fight. And ultimately, <laughs> we're crap. Honestly, it's more fun when we fight. I hate it when we agree. Um, I will also say that, like, Rachel's prom choice... Okay, because the context of the song is that, like, right before she starts singing, she asked the members of the AV Club um, if this, like, choice for, like, solo at prom is excellent or simply outstanding i forget the i'm i'm butchering it but um i think you're right probably she proposes singing rolling in the deep at prom ultimately doesn't sing it at prom but then instead sings jar of hearts at prom what's going on up there rachel why are you singing these songs at prom she's angry (laughs) she's angry and she's got things to say um yeah, I just don't like it. I don't think it's I like it. Own. But I would be okay with it going to the second round. Okay. Siani, do you have any do you it. have any points to be made? Do you agree with anything that we're saying? Do you disagree with anything that we're saying? What are you thinking? No, 
again, I can't really, um, I don't know. I haven't listened to these in a really long time because I haven't actually watched the show fully in a really long time. It's so interesting to me because as I'm like listening to guys talk about this, I'm realizing now just how little I remember of the show. And because if you asked me before this, do you remember the prom episode? I'd be like, oh yeah, absolutely. But now I'm realizing how did I not like put it together that that was in the prom episode because I only know like the the Blaine solo and then the the whole like you know Kurt getting mm -hmm. prom queen storyline but I mean I I can appreciate the vocals but other than that I mean I'm pretty indifferent that's okay you're not really missing out on much as it turns out (laughs) um this this song like I said really doesn't do much uh and I'm not alone either as it turns out on the Glee song opinion form. I don't even care. I don't care what the Gleeks have to say. No, because it is like, <laughs> bo- there, there are people, there are people on both sides. Um, okay, so someone said agreeing with me. Um, God, the way I have such hatred for this song. Like, why is there no background music? Why does Jesse sing almost the whole thing? Why does Rachel even let him? Defend it. It, I love that it's acapella. I love that it's acapella. I love that there's no instruments. I love the rolling. Like, in the background, so good. It puts me in a mood. Like, I just want to be fucking on a mission to do something. I mean... And isn't that what music is supposed to do? It's supposed to make mission? move you and put you on a mission. Um, agreeing with you, I screamed this song at the top of my lungs... Incredible duet, no apologies, no regret, no regrets. It's an absolute belter. Yeah, it is. But then again, back to me. I love Adele, no. my favorite singer ever. This version is a very dis- is very disappointing. It is like expecting to eat pizza and eat eggplant instead. <laughs> I ghost on. wrote I that submission. Hear. I ghost wrote that. <laughs> it's crazy how like on. how divided the Gleeks are on this. Jonathan Groff's dramatic entrance gives me so much life. He and Leah are both so, so dramatic in this. And the song is so dramatic and it just makes me smile. Very total clips of the heart. Kind of the best Glee energy. I kind of like that it's acapella. I, I will say that because I feel like it adds to the tension. You know, it like really builds the emotion there. So I like that part of it. Okay, I guess we'll have the to Glee see. Glee people have spoken. <laughs> we'll have to see what Rolling the Deep, Gleecast version by Gleecast, what it's against. I'm scared. Sayani, you're getting your wish. Oh my god! I'm so excited! I'm scared. Sayani, you've won a contest. (laughs) (laughs) You get to watch a clan duet on a Ah, Zoom on a Monday evening. (laughs) Um, There's so many good ones. So many good ones. Animal, come what may, story of our life, or story of my life. And none of them have been referenced. It's going to be this one. Got to get you. Oh, yes! Bad. 
trap chic that they've got going on <laughs> i love um, this duet okay sanny you Sayani, can you, you lead the discourse on this i just i love i love this duet i okay just like set aside the song for music like just look at the artistry of this scene right like it's so impressive sometimes i watch glee right and i i'm like i'm just completely amazed that they had to do things like this. Like imagine going out for a show and they tell you it's about high school. And then like four years later, you're out here doing that. Right. In addition to singing. I mean, it's incredible. Plus like, I just think it's a really fun story that like Chris almost, no, Darren broke Chris's finger or almost broke Chris's finger while filming this. Is so, that true? It's true. He he really hurt his finger pretty badly, oh which God. I think is hilarious. Um, I love Chris, obviously, but I think that's so funny. Um, plus, like, Chris was really excited to film this because, you know, he does his, like, he loves side swords. Yes. He's like a sword master or whatever. So I remember all the BTS from this as well and how excited people were getting and all the hype around it. So I, it's like the nostalgia is hitting too, but I just think, plus... Plus, if you consider the story behind it with them fighting, like, oh, it's just, oh, God, I love it so much. Sayani, as a clan shipper, yeah. uh, admittedly, uh-huh. uh, from one clan Proud clan shipper. to another claner, what do you think of clan at the beginning versus clan at this stage in the show? Oh, my God, I'm so happy you asked me this. <laughs> no, because there have been so many times I wanted to make TikToks on this, but I've, like, totally forgotten all right, let me break this down, right? Okay, season okay. two, Clayne. People love them, right? Naturally, they're cute, they're adorable, no like real fighting or anything. And I will admit that when I watched Glee at first, I really loved only like season two, season three, Clayne, and I just I could not stand their fighting in season five. But like looking back on it now, I like read the interviews of like Chris and Darren did about Clayne and like the, you know, the issues that they had. And I honestly feel like Glee did them a little dirty because I think that there was some sort of intimacy and abandonment issues, like with Kurt being afraid of intimacy and Blank being afraid of abandonment that they really could have delved more into and really just like expanded that. But they didn't, and they just left it to like one-liners here and there to hint at those issues. And had they really explored it in greater depth, I think it could have been such 
great storylines for them as a couple. And, and I feel like giving them more complexity and depth was really important because they did that with like Kurt, uh, Rachel and Finn where the, you know, they like had a lot of issues between them and emotional issues they had to figure out. So like, it makes sense that with another fan favorite couple like Kurt and Blaine, they would do the same. But I personally really appreciated that they did show them fighting and they did show issues and that they weren't like this perfect couple because it just yeah. adds sure. so much more emotional depth to them. I loved it. I loved the storyline. Looking back now, I think it's great. Um, I watched the season six premiere last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's famously the episode that they called off their engagement. And while watching it this time around, I was like, it's so apparent to me at least that it's like, okay, the writers want to break up this couple at the beginning of their final season just like at like when they were like doing well like i watched yeah. the season five finale and the season yeah. six premiere back to back season five finale they they end on good terms season six picks up and they're bro they've called off their engagement yeah and it just feels like from a writing perspective it's like okay they're just like breaking up their one final main couple just to like bring in viewers to see like how everything's going to, you know, agreed, like come together in the agreed. end. How do you wait? So how do you feel about season six claim then? Yeah, I I just I think that they I I do think they should have broken up the second time, and I I know that's okay. like a really controversial opinion. Um, I actually tweeted a thread about this that ended up getting a lot more attention than I was expecting, but I like mm. broke it down why, but there were so many issues, I think, between that couple that they just didn't really ever address. Like, again, yeah. Kurt was afraid of intimacy, and you saw that kind of spring up when he was like, Blaine, I need you to move out of the apartment. And Blaine was always scared that Kurt was going to leave him, and you see it in Tested, right, when he's nervous yeah. that Kurt's going to leave him for someone who's more fit or whatever. Um, and they never really dealt with it head on. They just kind of pushed it aside. And I think that had they, in season six, when Kurt said, I'm afraid of intimacy to Rachel, and that I have you know, a therapist who I've been working with this on, or I've been yeah. working on this with, it would have been great. But there was such a gap in, in that storyline. And I, I really didn't like how they just kind of glossed over all of that and then built up this tension again and had them get together without really addressing that. I think had they kept no. the couple together and just shown conversations of them finally talking about these issues and working through them as a couple, it would have been really great. But yeah. I also do think though, that do you, I don't, I don't know if you guys know this. I feel like I, everything I know about Glee, it's like, all related to Kurt and Blaine, but they spent apparently <laughs> like 24 hours, over 24 hours apparently filming that scene, or maybe it was the elevator scene, but there was a lot more that they cut to that scene that was just like yeah. bad. <laughs> like like Kurt saying that Blaine manipulated him into getting engaged and like... Um, oh, really? Yeah, and Kurt, I think, or no, Blaine said, I hate you, and they cut that out. I mean, it, it got way messier, and they had to cut it out naturally, but... Like, I'm glad they did that because, oh, and then, uh, yeah, Kurt was like, you invited all these show choirs to propose to me. Like, what did you think that I was going to say? And it was, yeah. it was not good. <laughs> it was so bad. But um, that was messy and I'm glad they cut that. And then uh, with the whole Sue Sylvester thing, at the moment that I was watching Glee, I was like, oh, they're making fun of Clayne fans. How annoying, right? Because yeah. I was the Clayne fan. 
But looking back on it, it's so funny to me that they like, it's they, hilarious. I have, I'm gonna, I want to create a new thread that's like Glee making fun of itself and its fans, you know, that's mm-hmm. like the new thread or the series I want to create, but they troll themselves so much. And mm-hmm. I thought it was so funny. The whole elevator ad lib thing I thought was genius. No, I, the fettuccine there's Alfredo. Like a, there's a scene where like <laughs> Sue is showing Becky clips of plane <laughs> yeah, and Becky's yeah, like they're not they're not even looking yeah, at each other they yeah. don't even have any chemistry yeah you know the crazy thing <laughs> is that um back when they were still filming Glee and this was all coming out Jane Lynch was actually doing a Q&A and mm-hmm. I asked her I was like Jane Lynch can you tell us anything about Kurt and Blaine and Sue? And she tweeted the photo of the Hurt Locker to me and that was the very first time that like anyone, I think, or at least I, I remember seeing the actual Hurt Locker itself. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, that's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it Wait, was really saw, cool. I want to see this tweet. I love. I'm sure if you look up like Jane Marie Lynch and like Kay Gleeby or something like that, you'll see yeah. it. You'll see it there. But um, yeah, I, I remember going nuts over that at that time. I thought it was great. And the whole ad lib between Chris and Darren was so funny to me. The way they yeah. did it, I thought I, that's one of my favorite things. One of my favorite Glee scenes, just because I know that that entire scene was ad-libbed. Oh, that's so interesting. I'll have to like watch that over with that mindset. Yeah, it's so good. They asked like Chris, um, what name would you like to give Curtin Blaine's child? And he was like, I just came up with Fettuccine Alfredo right there. And I thought it was hilarious. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I like that you're sticking up for Klain mm-hmm. uh, during this time because I'm very anti-Klain during this mm, time. Okay. Like, in my head, canonically, Blaine is older than Kurt. And yeah. much, like I really respect the season two Klain that's Blaine is like Kurt's guide yeah. on this identity process and this whole journey and they fall in love because of it. Um, so I really struggle to wrap my head around season five, season six, Klein, but I do appreciate your perspective. Um, it doesn't change my vote in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I am voting for Rolling in the Deep, no matter fucking what. Okay. And I imagine, Sayani, you're voting for Love is a Battlefield. I have to. I must yeah. stay true to my curtain Blaine roots. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, you could make somebody that's on this podcast really happy. And simultaneously you, very upset, like the other person very you upset. You could make somebody who's going to continue to be on this podcast with you for years and years and years <laughs> very happy. Uh-huh. Um, just saying, just putting that out there. Um, yeah, I, God, you know, I... But go with your heart. My heart, heart, and if I had to listen to my heart, Gleecast version by Gleecast, sung by <laughs> Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle. Also great. I... Am unfortunately Sayani going to have to go with the same Barry duet? I know that I talked a lot of flack, but I unfortunately never reach for Love is a Battlefield by Klain. And that is something that I just will. That's, just that's okay. About me. That's okay. I will say I have to choose the Klain duet because they're my favorite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I am contractually They'll have obligated. your head. The cleaners will right. have your head. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. But I will say, I do think they have better duets than um, Love is a Battlefield. Candles being one of them. They do. Right, naturally candles. Animal. <laughs> animal is so... Actually, Chris's favorite clean duet is Animals. Or anim, Animal, yeah. I think the best clean duet is Baby It's Cold Outside. No, you're right. 
No, you're you're right. I totally forgot about that. That is a very good duet. We'll have to we'll have to do another episode where we really rank all of the clean duets. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Please. Yeah. Uh, I have my final song of the episode. Okay. If we're ready. I'm ready. I bid my dues. Oh. Time after time, I've done my sentence. But committed no crime and bad mistakes. I've made a few. I've had my share of sand kicked in my face, but I. have been the last scene of Glee. Yes, I was thinking that. I was like, they should have ended the show right there. Right there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. been okay with it. Yeah. Yep. That's when it, show, it ends for me. Well, I mean, yeah. like the fact that they even have one more episode left in season three. They have the graduation episode where Rachel oh, gets on the train. Oh, right. I totally forgot about that. And it's like, yeah. okay, no, this was my finale. That would have been so yeah. good just to end it right there. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about this. Tell us, Andrew. Kurt and Quinn, I love. Cute. Um, very cute. Friendship that could have absolutely been. Um, them harmonizing. I believe that happens again. It, it will happen once before in One of Us in season two. And they sound beautiful together. And I absolutely love. And Sayani, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on the Kurt of it all in this performance. Uh, my other note being... Uh, Mr. Schuster should not be hugging Sugar Mata. Um, <laughs> you were 
he was actively <laughs> against her and was rooting for her downfall. Yeah. And um, she got into the new directions um, completely off screen and through like a technicality. And um, Will, Sh- Will Schuster, Sugar Mata, you should be paying him no mind. You won nationals for him, Sugar Mata. I hate that. Um, I, I like this. There are some listeners that have uh, submitted some opinions. One person said that it's um, a little bit too on the nose. I, th- I like it. I like. I feel like that I is, have to. What does that mean? I feel like I have Wait, to hold agree. on. Someone needs to clarify. What it, What does that mean? Like it's like too perfect. It's like too like perfect. Okay. Too perfect of a song to sing when they won nationals. But I like that it's like that. I. Uh, it's like duh, they're gonna sing this. Yeah. Right. Well, I remember. I, like it I remember way. when, like, because we would get like the song list for the episode like ahead of time. Yeah. Right. And then we would. Oh get my the gosh, songs. memories. Yeah, but like I remember, we got the song list for this episode, and like we got the entire like national set list. We got tongue tied, and then we got we are the champions. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess they're winning. Well, I guess they're winning. <laughs> I guess they're singing this. Yep. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I guess they're goddamn winning. I like that it's on the nose. This is this song. It's gonna sound so weird to say. But in elementary school, on the very last day of school, we would all sing this on the bus as the buses were, like, leaving our school parking lot. And that should have been like, the season finale. Ev- exactly. Mm-hmm. Every single year of elementary school, we sang this. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? That's cute. No, I think that, that adds up. I think it's a little okay. on the nose, but... It's a little on the nose. <laughs> Sayana, what like are you thinking? I This performance gives me all the feels, honestly. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's so appropriate and again Kurt Slade always I always think he slays but I I everything about it the only thing I was thinking was again I can't I can't look at Will Schuster the same way again so when he was hugging all the students I was like "Mm, okay um but I loved it I thought they did a really really great job and again I I like vocals aside I just the story to me is so much more important and how it fits into the episode and I think that singing this song you know as a celebration, it was beautifully done. I loved it. Um, okay, going into our final song of the episode, Against We Are the Champions. Okay. We have another season three. Clayne, nowhere to be seen in this performance. Oh, I'm so you sorry. got me excited. Why'd you do that? Um, yeah, Clayne? Clayne? Nowhere to be seen. <laughs> I'm so <I'm> excited. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Regrets collect like old friends. Oh. Here to relive. Your darkest moments, I can see no way, I can see no way. I didn't know we still had this. And all of the ghouls come out to play. Every demon wants his pound of flesh. But I like to keep some things to myself. I like to keep my issues drawn. It's always darkest before the dawn. And I've been a fool and I've been blind I can never leave the past behind I can see no way, I can see no way I'm always dragging that horse around Our love is past just such a mournful sound Tonight I'm gonna bury that horse in the ground Cause I like to keep my 
that were making me laugh, though. Go ahead. Number one, Derek Nelson. Sweet, sweet baby Derek. Mm -hmm. He was on this podcast, and he told us that when they recorded this, um, he wasn't allowed to know the... He didn't really know the context. They Mm -hmm. were just like, oh, they're singing this song to cheer up Beast. And so he's in the background, strumming his guitar, smiling. Mm -hmm. Biggest, toothy smile. Like, ha-ha! Come on, guys! And it is so, like, it's so endearing now that I know the story behind it. Um, he well, didn't know this And context. then also his brother is the, um, the, pianist, the pianist, right? Yeah. 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 Love that. Um, I, so that made me smile. And then number two is that I was looking at the responses to what people said. Okay. And somebody said bulletproof hospitality. <laughs> Wait, I forgot to even bring it up, but there was another, there was, what was another song that we, we pulled up that... They said bulletproof. Love is a battlefield. I think it might have been Love is a battlefield that they said bulletproof hospitality. It's been like every single one at this point. We need to. <laughs> we need to find out what this means. Gleeks, you are all put on a mission. You're all in this yeah. with us. Yeah. What does bulletproof hospitality mean? Um, but everybody else in the responses are saying that it's a beautiful song. It's helped them through some tough times. It's it's an incredible song. It's really, it's gorgeous, beautiful. Yeah. The vocals are so good. It, it really is very, very beautifully done. It's tough for me because like, I love the way it sounds. I thought it was, it, it's like, it gives me the chills, but I, I'm having a hard time like between this and then um, the one we just saw, uh, We Are the Champions. Are the Champions. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one, because the context of that is so amazing so it's like it's like this dichotomy between do i choose like which one is vocally better in my opinion or which one do i like sure. the story more of you know mm-hmm. i can't i don't yeah. know how to choose between that 
Andrew, I know you have a lot to say about Shake It Out. No, I love it. I actually don't have too much to say because like I feel like some of these like really great songs that there's so little to say about it actually. Right. Um we just released a Patreon for um the month of July and we talked a little bit about uh Jenna Ashkowitz's vocal range and we we didn't surprise surprise didn't agree um on <laughs> on this but i bravely said that um that growing up is realizing that jenna ushkowitz is not as great of a vocalist as her fellow cast members not saying she's a bad singer i'm saying that some of the songs that she sang she doesn't really sound great and I will stand up for her in this moment and say that this is maybe top five Tina performances. This yes. song really fits her voice. Voice. I'm not gonna like ruin this moment by listing all the songs that she doesn't sound <laughs> that great. But you can you can do the math. There are some songs out there. Um, <laughs> but Shake It Out sounds great. I remember um, specifically um, in the lead up to this episode before we even knew about the episode props. That was like two episodes later, I believe. Um, that it was going to be like a Tina-centric episode. We were like late into season three with this episode and we knew Shake Shake It Out was going to be sung. And everyone was like under the understanding that it was like, this is going to be Tina's solo. This is going to be like her solo of the the season. And we were thinking that up until the audio was released. And of course, the first voice on the MP3 is Santana and... I just remember my heart sinking and I was like, oh no, I really wanted Tina to have this. Um, but obviously, like everything, I grow and um, my feelings change. And I'm so glad that we got this performance. And uh, I think it's a really beautiful trio, even though, okay, Brittany and Sugar are just sitting there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what is Sugar doing in all this? Deducting points for <laughs> like not even like pretending to be singing Literally. yeah Literally. um but i love um one of the glisteners brought up the fact that they were originally supposed to sing um love the way you lie and then they changed it last oh. minute to shake it out which i like this better i think i like but i they recorded it and everything apparently and um it's out there somewhere it's on a hard drive so we're gonna find it come on ryan murphy your homework leaks is um, bulletproof hospitality. Find out what that means, and then also find the file. Love the way you like Gleecast version by Gleecast. Yeah, and while you're at it, Fireflies by the Dalton Academy Warblers, like a version that's not terrible quality. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, yeah. backtrack. What? <laughs> there, you can find on the YouTube. Uh, Stop Fireflies it. Fireflies by Dalton Academy Warblers. Stop it. Are you serious? That's your homework, Sayani. Oh my god, I think you just made my entire year. <laughs> no, yeah, Wait. no, I'm finding it. Yeah, it's all on YouTube, it's out there. It's just not good quality. I just want a good studio edition. I have, so you know, I, I like, God, Ryan Murphy, I have so many things I need. First at the list is this, like, you know, BTS footage. I need yep. all of it. Where are the bloopers? And this, the bloopers. Where are the bloopers? <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, I know that they're top tier. Did you see like during the wedding episode, apparently they couldn't get through it because they kept laughing too hard during the vows. Wait, wait which wedding episode? Season during two or season four? Season six. 
during oh, season six. Kurt, Blaine, Brittany, Santana, that whatever you know. I have thoughts on the double wedding, but I love it. but you know they they just could not get through it because they kept laughing. Uh huh. I love that. That's no, we need I it. See it. I want to see it. I want to see I'm it. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that at this point it's all been deleted. You know what? No. I think you're. I think you're no. right. It might be One Direction. Literally twelve years after One Direction became a band, and they just released American Idol footage of Harry Styles American singing. Idol. Wait, what did I say? You said American Idol. Ooh. Oh wait, X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> they just released X Factor footage of Harry singing "Hey Soul Sister" and them creating. Oh, the band I saw that Kyle today. Warren. Yeah. yeah. Like. Nothing gets deleted. This is the internet, babe. Everything's online. I mean, like, but what does one have to do to get it? You know, what, like, do I need to sell my soul or, like, what? Literally. Something, yeah. I will say that the one that I really want is, um, I know for a fact that they, they recorded and filmed an entire performance of one from a chorus line, one singular sensation, they did that in season six and like the entire because like in chorus line like that's like a a song that just starts off very small and then just grows and grows and grows and grows and like so many people are on stage and i saw behind the scenes images of dot marie jones mark salling cord overstreet and naya rivera all dressed up in like the chorus line fits and we don't have a single trace of this performance I want it. That's fucked up. That's another assignment, Gleeks. Gleeks, get on this. Gleeks, you got some quit your jobs. Work. Quit your jobs. You have more <laughs> important more important. Tasks. Yeah, exactly. Priorities. What is our vote? I'm saying shake it out. I'm saying shake it out. Sayani. I feel like just, just to give it the vote of confidence, I'll go with We Are the Champions. Although I, I've got to say the vocals are great, but... Just, you know, if you guys are both going to go for it, I might as well sway the other way. Why not? That's right a little there. pity vote. Yeah. Um, okay, to wrap up, Andrew, what are your what, what do you have oh, and what do I have? I have Dream On and Love is a Battlefield not going through. And then I have Shake It Out going through to the next round. And I have Barracuda rolling in the deep, chaotic duo going through. And we are the champions staying behind. I'm very offended right now that a Kurt Hummel, Blaine Anderson duet is not going through, but. Well, listen, Sayani, like, it's not too, too late to, like, go back and, like, roll the tapes again. Like, if you want, if you want to convince me to vote for this song. No, no. Rolling in the deep. Shut up. No, Sayani, like, now is, I'm I'm giving you one minute on the clock. Yeah. Why is Love is a Battlefield a better song than Rolling in the Deep? Because, I'll say, because Rolling in the Deep has vocals, sure, but Love is a Battlefield has vocals, but also has all of the, um, how do I put this, uh, not acrobatics, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the whole sword fighting. They had to put their entire bodies into that performance. And you've right. got to appreciate how much work went into doing that. Definitely a lot more interesting, in my opinion, than just two people singing. I, I personally think just just appreciate the effort, you know, you know, I don't know. That's that's just my thing. Plus, Same plus, way. just justice for Chris Colfer and Darren Chris. I just think 
They, you know. There's plenty of there, Darren Chris on the next round of the glasses. Don't you worry. Is there? Okay, good, good. I, you know what? I can Chris. live with this. I can live with this decision maybe a little bit more if that is mm. the case. I'll let, oh, it, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. I mean, st- statistically, yeah, there's there, yeah. there's a lot of Darren yeah. Chris songs in Glee. Yeah. So. Um, to wrap up the episode, Sayani, we ask all of our Glee guests the same question at the end. If Glee was still on in 2022, what are they singing? Oh my God, it's so funny that you ask me that because I literally have a notebook here of like all the ideas I want to do for Glee series. And one of them is literally what songs do I think Glee would do if they were in- Yes, give it to us. God, but I haven't come up with the songs yet. What what do I think they would kill or what do I think they they would do? What do you think they would do? What do you think they would do? Oh my God. Oh, they totally would. Definitely Olivia Rodrigo. And I think Mm -hmm. that Glee would definitely make fun of itself or like, you know, break the fourth wall, if you will, like with the whole- uh, watching reruns of Glee, you know, they yeah. would do yeah. something with that, which I think would be great, um, which would be hilarious. Uh, and then, God, who else really like rose to stardom post Glee? Wait, I have like a, a follow up question in the same vein, because you are um, Clayne expert. Yes. Where do you think Clayne would be in 2022? And, oh and what songs Lord. would you want them to be singing? I honestly feel like. Okay, well, this is only because I, I got this idea from Darren Chris because Darren did um, his like whole Glee 10 year, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot yes. what he called it, but but you know what I'm talking about. And uh, he said that he wanted Blaine's final song to Kurt to have been the luckiest, which I had never heard that song before. But if you actually listen to the lyrics, it is so beautiful. And I just have this image of like, Blaine, Kurt, and their daughter, and just Blaine on the piano singing to them, which is so beautiful. I would have loved to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but where do I think they would be? I honestly, knowing the writers, feel like they would have broken them up like another solid three or four times, maybe divorced. Yeah, yes. maybe <laughs> right, exactly. So like, Literally. you know, good thing they ended where they did. Um, but yeah, definitely, I think that they would have honestly also like with the whole Blaine cheating and everything. They just they really liked to throw chaos in there when I feel like chaos didn't need to be in there. There were other ways to deal with it. Sure. But yeah, divorced. 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 Beheaded. Beheaded. <laughs> Died. Died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Siani, thank you so much for for being the advocate for all Kurt stands. Oh my um, God, it's an honor. We really needed you <laughs> in these in these times. Um, where can all of the glisteners find your social gladia, your iconic social TikTok account? Uh, <laughs> it's it's K Glee B. I think if you look up Glee Talk, it might might pop up as well. But um, mm. obviously, that's on TikTok. I have a Twitter too, um, but I mainly I'm not gonna lie. I mainly just talk about Chris Colfer on that wait, what, so wait do you want to drop the twitter or no same is one it's the same one oh, Kate it's, the same. Okay. it's the same exact one but again i just sense. talk exclusively about pretty much chris colfer so um mm-hmm. i stand him incredible he's my fave but if you're interested that's where you can find me i love i'm obsessed <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you so much to end the episode we're gonna say bye in our most annoying voices after three okay okay one, two, three. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gleek of the Week podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Music, Spotify, and leave us a five-star review. You can follow us on social media on Instagram and TikTok at Gleek of the Week Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at GOTW Pod. And you can also subscribe to us on Patreon, where you can get bonus episodes, early released, ad-free episodes, as well as guest announcements with the opportunity to send in questions at patreon.com slash Gleek of the Week Pod. If you're interested in being our Gleek of the Week, we have a guest submission form in our Instagram and Twitter bios. Gleek!